Guys, welcome to the Valley Cast. Merry Christmas to you, Will. Merry Christmas, Steve. It's going to be a good one this year, even though we're still stuck in quarantine and <laughs> the world is literally on fire now. <laughs> like, I, I I hope that this is a joke. I hope that this ends up this. I don't want that to be our reality six months from now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it to be our reality six months from now. And then someone shows me this clip and goes, it was his fault. It was his fault. He said it. No, I just got a notification today that said that the governor is shutting down Sacramento, uh, like closing bars and stuff because yeah. uh, it's rapidly. Yeah. So we got to stay inside. We got to wear our masks. It's, it's not time to let up yet. We got to keep on going strong. Just because you're over it doesn't mean it's over. Mm-hmm. Joe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe took his family on a little trip, just like a driving trip this weekend. And he was texting me going like... I mean, we can't even stop anywhere because most people have don't aren't wearing masks. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. Yeah, I Whatever, can honestly man. say most of the people here in the Bay Area that I see on the streets are wearing masks, which uh, I, I really appreciate. Uh, but that Sacramento isn't that far from here, so yeah, we gotta keep holding up. We gotta keep staying strong. We gotta stay in the house. Just stay in if you can, and if you can't, be safe. Just be smart and be safe. Like, my, my family's driving me insane. Like, on one of these days, my mom might get pushed <laughs> down the stairs so I can collect some insurance You money. mean she like, might accidentally fall? Accidentally. Like, whoops, mommy, oops, sorry. But, yeah, like, if I can get, like, some money out of it, you never know. If I lived long enough to see my children be fed up with me enough and angry at me enough to push me down the stairs then i probably deserved it <laughs> guys welcome to the valley cast william haynes is our guest today uh no one else is present because you know you get to a point where you do this week after week in the same goddamn place every time and you feel like you don't want to do it anymore and so now we're kind of just taking turns and taking the load off of each other <laughs> Uh, yeah, those other guys are lame. Let's talk about me. Well, Let's everybody, see how we can make this situation about me. Well, we'll make it about you, Will, for sure. We'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk about you. Um, but I do want to say, um, I want to give a, a shout out. I've been giving Joe a lot of praise for this, but I want to give a, a, a podcast shout out, and then I'll probably shout him out again the next time he's on the podcast. We're on it together. But Joe. Um, put together a movie movie game show that had like Maude and the Willems and uh, me and Elliot are on it and some new friends and it's like really really good and I'm so proud of him for putting that together and Kevin editing the hell out of it as always and everybody's Kevin's just putting in that it. elbow grease dude Kevin's just like I, I love him so much he's so precious to me He's such a precious little child. I just want to, he's he's such a precious summer son. I just want to take care of him. Yeah. That's how I felt about you, Will, when we when we first became friends. I was like, that's a precious yeah. summer boy that I need to protect. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We had some good times when I was a child. And... Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get to that. But I just wanted to give that quick shout out to Joe and Kevin and also everybody else who's been helping us. With Valley Folk stuff, Kate's been killing it. Ryan Faroki's been helping us, and 
um, so many other people. But yeah, everybody's killing it. Despite all this lack of creativity and bummer shit going on, we're still making shit because we have to. We can't stop. Um, but yeah, just want to give a quick shout out. But anyway, welcome our special guest, William Haynes, who literally hopped in at the last minute today because I told the boys I'd take the let them uh, take a load off this weekend and I'd handle the podcast myself. So I was yeah. like, Will, you want to do this shit? Three hours ago, four hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Time flies by now. I don't know how long anything is. Any day. Agreed. Uh, yeah, I told myself I just, you know, need to take as uh, many opportunities as I can because uh, I'm like, I was like, I'm just, I'm not tired enough, you know, when it comes to, to creating and stuff. Like, I feel like I had gotten to a certain point, point when we were at SourceFed that I was like exhausted mm-hmm. where I was truly like, I can't make anything. I remember like the, the, the defining factor to me that I always remember was uh, like when I was on people be like, whenever they would turn on the lights, I would start sweating. And, you know, they weren't even hot lights all right. the time. Right. It, it was just like I was so overwhelmed by having made 10,000 videos that my body was like giving me this alarm system that uh, I needed to stop. And I no longer have that. I'm as well rested creatively as I've ever been. So I'm ready to pu- push myself to the brink again. Yeah. I mean, we've been through some shit. You've been through some shit in this industry and we've tough we've toughened up and uh, we are prepared for kind of anything that they wanted to throw at us like weird algorithm fucking games and like pandemics and all sorts of fucking celebrities jumping in on the youtube game and shit like we're navigating all of this shit all the time my dad all all the time he keeps saying like oh everybody's making youtube videos now i mean he's right uh he's totally meaning to make a video about how uh the late night talk show hosts are uh doing their shows from home now and as you know i uh did a late night talk show from my living room years ago right uh out of necessity um and creativity uh and now seeing everybody else having to, to do the same thing as me i'm like seeing hmm who, who's really uh done the best job right i mean it's yeah everybody man everybody's doing their own thing and struggling and trying to figure it out and and celebrities mm-hmm. have it really easy cuz they could just fucking jump on their million follower platforms and just be like hey i just started a vlog or yeah i i am friends with the actual people who were in ghostbusters let me call <laughs> them up on the phone cuz i have their phone numbers and yeah. get them together yeah. to do a little quick zoom reunion because you know, whatever, but we're all adapting to this weird time frame. And I think, I truly think our source fed years mm-hmm. prepared us for, for like kind of anything that they, that this weird industry Absolutely. was going to throw at us. Yeah. I use source fed as an opportunity to build as big of a catalog of work as I possibly could. Um, and I wanted the catalog to look as different as possible because, you know, for the first couple of years of source fed, it was just videos of us on the white wall. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why when I came up with People Be Like, it was everything but me on a, a white wall. Like, you know, I never really talked about it. And I think I talked about it for the first time when I was on Trisha and Mod's podcast. But they actually, like, at a point offered me source fed. They, like, once People Be Like was doing really well, they wanted me and John and Jessica to take over as the host for it. And at the time, I, you know, I really thought about it for a while. And then I was like, you know what? No, I want to keep doing uh, People Be Like. And I'm glad I did because all of the stuff I created ended up being stuff that when you look back at it in my reel, my reel is uh, so much bigger than it would have been if I had just stayed on doing the white walls. Oh, yeah. 
So, and uh, you probably and I, were. I mean, you would have had such a burnout doing nothing but source-fed videos, just like yeah, uh, yeah. Like, and you know me, I love talking about the news. I'm probably the only person from source-fed that genuinely enjoyed talking about the news. <laughs> I liked talking about the nerd news. I didn't like yeah, talking yeah. about the regular news, unless it was something like, really ridiculous, like, like man farts at Carl's Jr. and calls the cops or something. Yeah, you know, those no, are the, or the one of those that couple that that you that you wrote about that couple that put that buffalo in. Oh uh, yeah, the in the back of their car, and then they had to kill it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that 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 post came up on my store on my feed recently, and I remember someone from like my what? middle school had shared it with me that they had saw it on Facebook because that story had blown up so big, and I, I don't think you intended to be like. Uh, uh, a huge voice in it, but like what you had wrote was just so concrete and so straightforward that uh, what those people were doing was so clearly wrong. And uh, so, yeah, we made an impact. All I think the time. so too, man. And I still get people messaging me and saying like, you, you know, source fed got me through so many rough times and got me through mm -hmm. my college years or my high school years or abusive family mm -hmm. or whatever. And it, and it yeah. feels really good, man. I don't look, I look back on those days as like a really hard, difficult, stressful time, but above mm -hmm. any of that as the most meaningful time of my life, probably. Yeah. yeah. And so all of that came because Google in 2012 decided that they wanted to invest $100 million into content creators and that's how they made good mythical morning that's how they made scishow and that's how they made source fit yeah so it was crazy when i found out last week that lebron james is spending 100 million dollars on african-american content creators dude what is this you have to explain this uh not much is out about it but uh like i'm like i i gotta i gotta get a part of this like I'm like, ah, there are so many different things that I could do if if I had the backing of uh, somebody like that. Like, uh, you know, I don't know how much money they gave Phil to make SourceFed, but I bet you I could do <laughs> something similar with less. Oh, yeah. Especially knowing all that we know now and everything you know now and all the things that you've done. I think you're ready for – because, I mean, look, dude – what we all we're all creatives right we all have really cool ideas and we all talk to each other about all these really cool ideas and i've heard about all of your ideas and you've heard about all of my ideas and they're all really great but they all need like a lot of money to ever mm -hmm. make yeah, ever yeah like it yeah, can't be done in any other way really it needs uh, like big uh, budgets and shit and like we can't if we had that kind of money, dude, if you had that kind of money, you could make the great shit you've been talking about making for years and years, and I could make the great shit I've been talking about. And it's like, that's all we need, right? That's all yeah. everybody needs is money. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I've spent my money for real on my creativity. And I was watching this girl. She did like a PowerPoint on Instagram Live, which is one of the great things that have come out of this quarantine. But she did this PowerPoint on Instagram Live and she and she explained like her business plan. And um, she, she said that uh, one of the mistakes that she learned was that she always, that you can't uh, spend your own money on uh, like your creative ideas. And I was like, I am guilty of that. Like, you remember when I made the late night talk show out of my living room and everybody was like, Will, you cannot. Uh, You're gonna get evicted. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous it's ridiculous yeah. and i'm like nah i could do this uh and that is like one of one million times but like if you wait have... so that person said that you can't you, you can't spend money on your idea like you shouldn't spend you, money on your ideas if you want to make something like great 
it you want to have investors you 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 want to oh, right, like, right, make right, it a right, business right. with other people involved so it's almost like believing in your project so much that other people will put money into it to yeah help you yeah make yeah it. and you know me as an artist i've never focused on money that i think has been my blessing and what has uh, gifted me with you know always being concentrated on developing skills and talent is that i never wanted it to be about money it's always been against my belief system, but, you know, with the world that we're in now, with the economy going the way it is, you know, I'm like, oh, uh, what it actually is that I need to achieve my dreams is money. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I hate to say it, but it's true. I mean, you I, can you can make you can make whatever you want with what you have. But mm -hmm. I think we've already done as much as we can possibly do with like the limited budgets we've ever had mm -hmm. to yeah. make shit. And I totally agree with you on that. Like I've been making these videos on my uh, channel, William Haynes TV, including the LeBron video that just came out today with the uh, hashtag uh, get, give Will 100 mil. Is that uh, the hashtag? But, uh, yeah. Hashtag give Will 100 mil because uh, <laughs> I, I want people to tweet him. But yeah, I've been making videos uh, um, and people have been responding to him so nice. Everybody's saying how much they love them. Like I'm literally shooting these videos on my cell phone. I was like, I was just thinking, I was like, I've been spending my whole life, like, you know, I went to film school and I'm like, I need to have this camera with this lens and this type of color correction. But with the videos I've been making recently, I was like, you know, it would be funny if I literally, uh, I, well, I've been watching YouTube and I'm, I'm seeing all these commentary YouTuber videos and I'm like, you guys shot this with a potato. <laughs> I made me realize I was doing too much. <laughs> the Sony potato. That's one of their Sony best new cameras. <laughs> <Japanese. laughs> yeah, I mean it especially now too when people are like you know stuck at home and and they don't have access to like studio equipment and stuff, you know, they're like scrounging around for things they just have in the house. Like Whitney did um this friend film festival that we all... I thought that, that was so hilarious. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. And uh, did you see her movie? No, I haven't seen it. It's yeah. revolting. It's disgusting. <laughs> Uh, you guys... I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's like it's like straight up uh, like a Fantastic Fest kind of like gross, gross out yeah. kind of thing. It's really cool. But um, yeah, that that's a great idea though. That that home film festival. I love these kind of ideas was that brilliant. people are coming up with. Brilliant. But yeah, I, I like when she asked me to be a part of it. I I was like, eh, I don't know if I. <laughs> I don't know if I want to, like, I'm doing Valley Folk shit, which is my priority over everything. And then I have Dynamic Banter, which is, like, really close to it, like, the Valley Folk priority stuff for me. And then I uh -huh. have all this other shit going on, and it's like, I don't know if I want to, mm -hmm. if I even could be able to do it. But being, like, having a, a goal and, uh, like, not wanting to let anybody down and not let my friend Whitney down, I had, like, mm -hmm. a, I had a motivation to, like, do something, but... But everybody's films were all like of varying qualities, and some people had like nice cameras and shit, and it looked kind of nice. And some people's were like straight up on their fucking cell phones and shit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, none of that matters. Like it doesn't. It mm -hmm. totally doesn't matter. I mean, I think yeah, audio yeah. is probably still the very, important. very important. Very, very important. But, yeah, I'm um, actually recording yeah. my videos straight into like my. Uh, same the same equipment that I use to record music. Like I'm and I'm yeah. processing my audio really strong. Because if they teach you anything in film school, like your your video quality could be crappy. What is most important for some reason to humans is if everything sounds right. Yeah. Uh that's just something they teach you in, in film school. But uh 
Yeah, yeah. Other than that, I really do love the creativity that's coming out of this time. And I really want to make movies like more than ever before. Like I know that you know because I've told you, but I oh yes, we've talked about. endlessly about our movie ideas and your movie ideas. And and it's and it's becoming stronger and stronger. And I'm like I I I'm for the first time in my life. I'm like I really like I really want to get that out there and and record it. You know. Uh, and even write it. Like, I think that's been one of the biggest uh, issues for people like you and I, you know, we're, we're, we're actors, you know, we're, we're comedians. We're not really the type to really, even though we've written dozens and dozens of scripts, when it comes to like a feature length or something like that, that's not typically what we sit there and are trying to do. Right. But recently I, I've realized that the ideas that I have are so like inherently mine that if I don't write it, then it won't be created. Yeah. Then you got to do it. Yeah, and the same thing is true for you for the ideas that you you told me about. Yeah, I know. I I I think about like get like putting a pitch thing together, and then just being like, if I could be an executive producer on it, mm-hmm. just to oversee things and make sure they don't royally screw up some of the ideas yeah. I have here, then someone yeah. else could just take it, and I'll be a part yeah. of it. But and but it's hard to, to like do that with things that, that you write a friend. Yeah. We always are like, I'm going to find a writer friend. Like, you know, we, I went to film school. Like, you, we know everybody that does movies and stuff, and yet we still can't find that friend that's just going to take our ideas. I know. <laughs> and, and, and put them together. I know, because it's like, you know, you could. You, you know a few people that you could probably coerce, but for the mm-hmm. most part, it's like, if you want it done right, you got to do it yourself. And what I've also learned within the, like, the past, like, you know, couple of years like you know when like after source fed happened and we we got like this rise in popularity and everybody wanted to help us and a whole bunch of money and you know and as those things like you know come and go and fade i've learned that you know some people come into your life and they act like you know they're like oh i want to do this this and this with you but it's so limited so that's why i'm learning that being an auteur filmmaker and being the type of person that makes things yourself uh the, the more you rely on other people uh, yeah, like it won't get created. It's true. And also, uh, the what I've learned being in LA, and it's something that I, I didn't want to believe, you know, growing up, is that like money talks. Like, ain't nobody gonna do nothing good for you for free. Mm-mm. Like, Mm-mm. like, uh, it, and if you keep relying on people doing stuff for free, you're only gonna get so far. Like you're saying, we've created so much in our life. We've done everything we can with what's just around. I think I've maximized out on what I can get done for free at this point. <laughs> yeah. I need $5,000 per episode and I can can make something incredible, amazing happen. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I mean, like what people be like back when we were on discovery, my budget was like $150 per episode and I was able to do a lot with that. Uh, I wish I could uh, remember what they gave us for nuclear family sketches. It was different because nuclear, I was a daily thing. My show was on like four days a week. Yeah. So, but nuclear family, they would. I remember we had a budget. A lot of time. Yeah, it, they would spend a lot of time on one video. Uh, so it would it was a, a totally different type of budget. Yeah. Like, and I, sometimes I would be jealous, and I'd be like, Jeremy, like, how come you guys let get to let them do all that? But then, like I said, at the same time, mine was an everyday type of thing, and mm-hmm. I was, and no, no, no executive, no one was involved with what I had to do. Like, no one watched my back at all. So they I were just like, like, your your thing, it works. <laughs> just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, they yeah. were just like, here, take this money and do whatever you want. So I was like, uh, even though Nuclear Family did get like bigger things to happen i got 
my thing my way every single day so yeah, i was like yeah can't really trip it, Dude, it was that's a great, the thing great I, break. I felt very similarly about source fed nerd too back in the day mm-hmm. like we really got to just kind of do whatever while the source fed gang had to like keep writing all those fucking stories and then we got to go to comic-con and we got to go all the cool shit and like i just and, remember and, how, yeah 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 Source Fed Nerd really did get to go do all the cool stuff. Yeah. In hindsight, though, I really could could have done Source Fed and people be like at the same time. I really could have got up there at six and wrote those news videos and then made my way to the people be like set and done that. It just would have been ridiculous. Yeah. It just would have been too yeah. much for a person. I mean, that's the <laughs> thing. It's like back in those days, it would become the afternoon and you'd get lunch or something. And then you'd come okay. back and you'd be like, I think I'm done. Like we got here at fucking 7 a.m., 6 a.m. or whatever. I'm fucking yeah. done. I can't do well, it anymore. The schedule was first we'd work on the five white walls on SourceFed, and all of those would be shot by like 9.30, 10 a.m. Yeah. And then we would do a whole bunch of episodes of Table Talk mm-hmm. so that you could see them all month and next month. Uh, but, you know, we would sit there and talk to each other forever. <laughs> then we would go to lunch right after mm-hmm. that. And then we would come back and then we would do the SourceFed podcast. Yeah, or like shoot some video game thing for Super Panic Frenzy or whatever. Or uh-huh. do some nuclear family part. sketch or something. Or yeah. But you see, that was the brilliant part of, of this SourceFed entourage that I, I really wish. Like if I can get this $100 million, like <laughs> I act like they're going to give me the whole thing. But if I like, if I did really get to do whatever I wanted, if I got to make my own SourceFed type deal, what I thought was so beautiful about SourceFed during this time that you're speaking of was, like you said, after lunch, the collaborative pro- process, like, you know, you got to be on Super Panic Fins, or you got to be on People Be Like, you got to be on Nuclear Family. Like, what, what made us grow and what made our, our, uh, our, our bubble so big was that we had so many different things with so many different uh, people mm-hmm. going on under the same building that there was there was always someone to collaborate with. Yeah, that you never would know. Yeah, and then randomly, yeah. like Amanda would come find you and go, "Hey, can you hop into Phil's thing really quick?" And uh, I didn't even think about any of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember yeah, how no, that would really just funny. randomly happen? Like you'd just be like walking through the office, and Phil would just be like awkwardly come over and go, like, "Hey, hey, man, you got like ten minutes to just." Jump in here yeah. like in like half an hour and be like, oh, oh, okay. I mean, I'm doing a thing, but sure. <laughs> you know? It's so funny. It's so funny because like I was, uh, I was laying on the floor in the editing editor's room because I was exhausted because of reasons. And it was probably like four o'clock. It was like after it was. I had just done a table talk. I had just shot people. Be like, I just did everything. I was like, oh. I was literally laying on the floor in the editing bay. Phil walks in and he was like, he's like, how are you just laying on the floor? He's like, all right, let's record a podcast. And that's when we recorded our first podcast no that way. we never released. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Where is that? Uh, I'm sure it burned and burned just like the other one. Dude, <laughs> like, if you, wherever, if you're watching the video version of this, everybody, <laughs> it looks like Will opened a treasure chest and it's just been shining gold in his face. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny. It's what just, is it that? Was so, such a funny time. What all is all this movies. light shining in your face? Oh, oh, you mean, uh, oh, yeah, I'm next to this beautiful window, and there's this tree. That's I love like... it. It looks like you're being, you You found the cross of Coronado. That's for big news. <laughs> yeah, this time of day is perfect in this room. Um, I wanted to, uh, we got to talk some more about this LeBron thing, because that's okay, absolutely yeah. crazy. But I also want to um, play this game that I found recently that my friend Sage introduced me to. And I did this on dynamic banter the other day, um, but I wanted to show it and share it with all my friends, but it's a thing called 
AI Dungeon. And it's essentially a game that you can play by typing anything you want into the little, like, uh, you know, chat box or whatever. And then it randomly generates, like, an actual storyline for you. Here so, on Discord? Yeah, no, no, no. I'll I'll type it all out. I have it on my browser over here. And I'll, oh, I'll okay. <laughs> so I wanted to try a quick experiment with you, Will. I wanted to okay. see how a story would go if you were fully in charge of where everything goes and what happens. Okay. So, okay. Um, so yeah, do you want to do a little bit of that now or do you want to talk a little bit more about this LeBron thing and then we can do it? Let's play the game first. All right, all right. <laughs> so here we go. Let me pull up some of this music I have ready here. I've got some cinematic music here. AI Dungeon is what it's called. It's a lot of fun. I can't wait to do this with the boys eventually. But okay, so we're gonna pick a setting, Will. Okay. 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 There's a few settings here: fantasy, mm. mystery, mm. apocalyptic, mm -hmm. zombies, mm -hmm. cyberpunk, mm -hmm. and that's it. <laughs> I mean, fantasy, cyberpunk, mystery, apocalypse. I can't do apocalypse and I can't do zombie. It's too real right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's agreed. not funny. Uh, there's not much imagination to do. Agreed. Yeah, you're right. This lighting is just like you're right. It's like I opened a treasure chest. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I think it's either mystery or fantasy. What fantasy do you think they mean? Let's do fantasy. Because you know how I feel about like Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. <laughs> I think that's what they mean. Okay, we'll go with fantasy, yeah. All right, so this is the character you get to be, okay? That you're going to be the main character. You're, uh -huh. you're either a noble, which is like, you know, a royal kind of person, right? Isn't that what a noble is? Yeah. Or a knight, a fighting fucking valiant knight. A squire, someone learning to become a knight eventually. A wizard. Oof. A ranger. Or a, a, a peasant or a rogue? <laughs> well, back in the day, I used to always pick rogue. Like, when I used to play this game, Maple Story, which was my life back in 2005 or six, I was a rogue, then I became an assassin. Like, it's the closest thing to a ninja. Of course, I'm yeah. going to pick that. But I'm, for, in this case, I'm going to have to pick a wizard. Let's do wizard. How is it even a, a question? I know. <laughs> All right, you get to name your character. What would you like to name them? Can I give uh, you some suggestions? Uh, Huh? Can I give you some suggestions? Okay, yeah, yeah, you give me some suggestions. Okay, let me think. What about Junfren Gongrigenson? Junfren Gongrigenson. Nah, yeah. nah. Okay, all right, all right. What about what about William the Wise? Okay, yeah. Yeah, you like William, William the Wise? William the Wise. William the Wise. <laughs> Boom. What'd you say? William Worcester is what Alana Worcester said. All right, I don't here even, we go. I can't even say that. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll take William Wise. All right, here we go. You are William the Wise, a wizard living in the kingdom of Larian. You have a staff and a spell book. You oh, yes. finish your long journey and finally arrive at the ruin you've been looking for. 
You have come here searching for a mystical spell book of great power called the Book of Essence. You look around and see if the place is inhabited. You just don't... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You look around and see that the place is inhabited. You just, oh, it is inhabited. You just okay. don't know by who. Uh -huh. So now we have the keys to the kingdom. We could go anywhere you want with this. And the AI in this game is so advanced that you can say anything and and do anything you want. Like as a matter of fact, you can do so much in this thing. You I could type out right now, William the Wise farts and the and suddenly we're in present day Manhattan and he's looking for the best pastrami sandwich in New York. And, okay, and it'll totally right. go off in that direction. Leave me that prompt again. With the, the I got all right. You're William the Wise, a wizard living in the kingdom of Larian. You have a staff and a spell book. You finish your long journey and finally arrive at the ruin you've been looking for. So you're looking for a ruin, a ruin, right? A ruin, a ruin. What is a ruin? Is a ruin like a like a cave? Runescape. An old location in ruin. Okay, okay. It's not a rune, it's a ruin. Yeah. Paul Rubens. Okay. So you're in I'm this gonna... area you've been looking for. You've come here searching for a mystical spell book of great power called the Book of Essence. You look around and see that the place is inhabited. You just don't know by who. So what do we do? I'm going to have to open my book of spells. Okay. And... I'm gonna have to open my book of spells and go to the chapter that is about disparaging spirits that disguise themselves, clearly. <laughs> okay, that disguise themselves. And then I'd strike my staff on the ground three times. And strikes his staff on the ground three times. You go up to the book and look at the chapter you want to look at. It has several subsections of chapters, such as dispelling or creating. As I said. Okay, so which one do you pick, or what do you do next? Creating. Creating? Oh, I probably should have dispelled. I should dispel. The wizard chooses dispel. And what happens? Or do you want to just uh, see what happens after we after we type that? The, the 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 spirit obviously like screams in pain or something, right? Okay, like, I'm let's pretty say, good as well. Let's say that the spirit obviously, obviously. screams <laughs> in pain or something. I feel like I, I could one shot a demon like this. This is no joke. Dot dot dot. Parentheses. I feel like I can one shot a demon like this. This is, this is no diff. No diff. All right. <clears throat> Let's see what happens. It's analyzing. J.J. Tolkien. <laughs> J.R.R. Robert Tolkien. <laughs> wow, it's really taking a second with this one. This is the longest. Oh, here we go. Okay. So, uh, you, the wizard, chooses dispelling. The spirit obviously screams in pain or something. I feel like you can one... Sh I feel like I... I can one-shot a demon like this. 
You open the chapter Dispelling. There are several subsections of chapters, such as Commanding or Invoking. You look through the list of spells and pick one. Commanding. Okay. It's got to be Commanding. The wizard Who created this website? chooses Commanding. <laughs> Someone with a lot of time. <laughs> it's like so old school internet. You pick the first spell that catches your eye. It's called commanding. Okay, great. We did that. Analyze me. Tell me how to tell a story. This is actually a pretty interesting way to, uh, if, if you're like a beginning writer and you were like, you wanted to help writing a story, but you couldn't find a writing partner. <laughs> <laughs> right. You pick okay, you pick the first spell that catches your eye. It is called commanding. The first subsection is called commanding spirits and contains several different spells. You read through them carefully before making your choice. The next the next subsection of the chapter is called conjuring spirits. So what would you like to do? You want to conjure uh, some course. spirits? Yeah, I'm going to have to conjure like my like my usual summoning the the blue-eyed white dragon which has the power to dispel any uh non-visible cretins like uh, duh i'm writing this all down non my, my wizard is very anime <laughs> cretins william the wise conjures some spirits there's dragons and shit one dragon has the power to destroy non-visible cretins Let's see what it, what happens. I'm very curious. Naturally, the book doesn't contain every kind of spirit out there, just the types that are most useful to conjure in a fight. Of course. Of course. Like. And then we say, of course. Oops. I misspelled it, but I did type in of course. You choose a dragon, as it seems to be the strongest of the bunch. You see a big one with several heads, a red one, a winged one, a winged one, and one that seems to be a smaller one with fangs. Smaller one with fangs. The wizard... Wow, really? With all of that? <laughs> yeah. The wizard chooses the smaller one with fangs. He's kind of hot. <laughs> okay you pick the dragon with the fangs he's quite pretty to be honest there's a big red one a winged one and several other types of dragons you can see okay here i'm gonna try chapter i'm gonna have you say something okay william the wise lets out a shriek the key out Ah, the Keog. Of course. I have so many goddamn dragons. I'm like a badass. <laughs> I have so many goddamn dragons and shit. And shit. <laughs> Let's hear what he said. Let's see what happens. 
You grab your book of spells and turn to the chapter about dragons. You look through it and see that the book has several subsections of the chapter. For example, there is a subsection on each dragon. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and then, hang on. William... William thinks... Well, this is boring. And throws the book over his shoulder. He pulls out a full... He pulls out a modern-day martini from his robe and sips it. A modern-day martini. <laughs> Which I've never had. Which... <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh... You don't see what the big deal is about dragons. They're, they are big, fire-breathing lizards, and terrorize kingdoms and lay treasure maps in trees. Yeah, damn right. Let's see what else it says. <laughs> this story has gone off the rails. You know, uh, let's see. Uh, it would seem that your knowledge of dragons is somewhat lacking. You flip through the book and see that it has several subsections of the chapter. For example, there's a subsection on each dragon. What is wrong with this one? This one's like broken. It, it, it won't let me win. It won't let me win, no matter what I do. <laughs> yeah, this one's broken. I've never done one that's like this potentially broken. I, I brought it too much anime. It was like fantasy. <laughs> this is fantasy. All right, let's let's do one last thing here to try to like change the uh, the 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 scene here. Okay, the wizard chooses a spell that sends you through. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Chooses a spell that opens a portal that sends you to the very distant future. He's, he's hoping he can cop some new Jordans and maybe see what's up Which I don't have. with the new iPhone. Which I wish I had. Let's see what happens. You pick out a spell you think you can pull off. There are many other types of spells in the book, but you don't have much knowledge about them. Ah, oh, man, this one's broken. <laughs> that bums me out. I don't know about the spells, but I do. Yeah, that one's broken. Whatever. Well, we tried. Well, um, we tried. All right. Let's Mystery talk. House. I know. Remember, dude, we've spent so many good times watching movies here. And doing crazy stuff. Oh, hey, I didn't notice you there. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> well, what are you even doing here in my apartment? Well, now that we're engaged in this completely happenstance situation, I just thought it would be fun to talk to you a little bit about honey. Now, what is honey? Well, it's a thing that bees make, I think. But more importantly, it's also a service. Yes, that's right, it's a thing that you can download on the internet very easily with just one click, and then it helps you find coupons for things online. You know how like when you buy something and there's like an area where it says type in the promo code here to get a discount or something? Well, it, 
It does that for you automatically. You don't have to go searching the web for codes and stuff. You can just use Honey and it automatically populates. It, in fact, let me use a better term here. It automatically goes through, I don't know, maybe billions of codes on the internet to find you that perfect code to get you a discount on that thing. But don't take my word for it. Let's read the copy here. It says, look, we all shop online. I shop online, you shop online. If you don't, you're lying. And the thing is, is uh, online shopping can be so easy and better and, and, and save you so much money. These are all amazing things that are very nice. Don't you want to save money? You can with Honey. Now, Honey is just a free online shopping tool, as I said before, that saves you time and money online. It automatically finds the best promo codes, applies them to your cart. See, I knew all this stuff. I use Honey. I don't even need to read the copy, but I'm gonna because we're supposed to. Now, imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites like, oh, I don't know, randomly pulled out of a hat like Target or Sephora or Macy's or Etsy or Lululemon or DoorDash or Walmart, etc. Well, when you check out, this little box drops down and it says honey on it and there's a little honey boy on it. And all you got to do is click apply coupons and bam, you're saving money, son. That's crazy. I know. So, guys. Here's the deal. I've saved tons of money on on Honey. I've saved tons of money using Honey. The thing is, is I couldn't tell you exactly. Oh, actually, hang on. This here, this uh, this uh, this AA battery charger thing. I got AA batteries to charge up my uh, my Oculus Quest controllers, and uh, Honey gave me a sweet discount on that. I don't know how much exactly. Okay, I got a bad memory, and I gotta go because I gotta go to the bathroom. But here's the thing: Honey has found. It's over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. Do you understand that? $2 billion. You'll never see it in your life. I'll never see it in my life. But that's a lot of money. It exists. And that's how much people have saved using Honey. All right? And did you know that Honey supports over 30,000 online stores? That's right. And more are being added every single day, you guys. And users love Honey. That's why it has over 100,000 plus five-star reviews on the Google Chrome store. So guys, not using Honey is like literally passing up free money. And that's dumb in all the ways. So it's free to use, guys. And it installs in just a few seconds, okay? So all you gotta do, oh, and it's plus, it's part of the PayPal family, which is really good. We love the PayPals. Jonathan and Christine, they come over every Christmas. So guys, get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash valleycast. That's joinhoney.com slash valleycast. I'ma go use the toilet for a long time. What was your favorite movie I showed you in the past couple of years? I, ooh, that is a great question. Now you've showed me a lot of movies that yeah. I've ended up really like. Really Watching liking. movies is a you big know, part of our friendship. We watch movies it, yeah, and shit yeah. together. You, you're probably the only friend that I actually like. Really like, and Owen that really like, I watch movies with. If there's one movie that I think that you showed me recently that has like really impacted me, and you won't even know that this is the movie I'm gonna say is the movie about the guy who lives in a world where people forgot about the Beatles. Oh, yeah, yesterday. Yesterday. I thought that that was such a good... Dude, I loved it. It's like... 
movies aren't like that anymore. It's like so independent. It's like it, it it's such a it's it's like a it's like a it's like a eighties movies in a way or nineties movie in a way. Yeah, where it, it's just this one story that you know goes into a wild great place, but it never like hurt my feelings in a way like that. I was like, oh, that made me mad, or like these characters are acting stupid just for the sake of plot. I was like, uh, this, uh, but the, that's the director's the guy who made Life of Pi, right? Yeah, and Slumdog Millionaire. I don't know how you go from Life of Pi to that, but... (laughs) (laughs) I know, it is a really strange project for that director, but it's so good. It was clearly a story he wanted to tell. It was also kind of a film school movie in a way. I felt the same way about... Did you ever see... Did I show you... What was it called? Bigsby Bear or Brigsby Bear? Did you ever see that one? I don't think so. It's... Uh it's yeah, it's Kyle Mooney's movie where he's like no. he really it's very like Napoleon Dynamite in the sense that it's like ultra low budget kind of indie but um has a lot of great fucking I mean Mark Hamill's in it and there's like great comedians in it and it's a movie about a kid that essentially like was taught to believe that the world of like Teddy Ruxpin was like real essentially. But the dad was like making all of this like propaganda shit and didn't, he didn't know about the outside world. And I guess he was stolen from birth too. So he gets like new parents and, and like he has to like learn how to be a normal human or whatever, but it's really good. That's a bad description of it, but it's very good. The other movie that you showed me that I think also really had an impact on me was that uh, Japanese movie that is uh, One Take. Uh, zombie oh, yeah, movie. One Take of the Dead. Yeah, is that what it was called? Yeah. I thought that that was so good. It was also another movie that made me feel like, oh, like I really could make a, a, a really good story at, at, at a feature length. Like, it, yeah, it was just really good. Yeah, that's... um. For those of you that don't know, it's it's literally like a, a one-take zombie movie, but it's so clever, and it's so well done, and it's such a really interesting filmmaking process, and, and just seeing how they get from scene to scene, and like, uh, it's just, it, and it's also like the story is really good, and it's just like a really interesting, I just have never seen a movie like that, I don't mm-hmm. think incredibly creative yeah Yeah, like oh being over there with your friends like you know like when you had us all over to watch parasite i think you had over me whitney jesse brie alana and i feel like somebody else i think owen was there owen was there too huh and i think maybe mike diva too uh, yeah and i was just like uh and how you guys always go to fantastic fest i'm like and that movie was from fantastic yeah 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 well it was was it premiered there yeah that was one of the ones you saw there and you were like, oh, I got to show this to my friends. Yeah, yeah. I was like, my goal is to make a Fantastic Fest movie. And that one, that Japanese one, I think was like the budget was like $100,000 on it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that makes sense. And then remember how the movie, like at the end, they're like, show you how they made the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and it's incredible. <laughs> it's really cool. It's kind of like yeah. when you see uh, those stop motion movies and then they like those Leica movies and then they show you how they animate the stop motion and stuff. Oh, yeah. That clip that you posted a couple of weeks ago, it was like the, with the, they showed the green and they showed like how they do their the stop big staircase and like, stuff. Dude, that I, might that's just as good as the movie. That like, clip, like you said, I'd watch it like that. Yeah, that clip got me to even remember there was a movie called Missing Link. And it was like Zach Galifianakis voiced like a movie about Bigfoot. 
and it looks gorgeous and it's like a beautiful looking thing and then that clip came up which, that shows people how it was made or whatever and so I was like oh fuck I forgot that was a movie so I watched it and it's not good oh it made really me so the sad. aesthetic of it it's the just, aesthetic of it looked amazing oh it's gorgeous though. it's a gorgeous yeah, film so. uh the first well the third yeah I wouldn't have said a half <laughs> the first <laughs> third yeah I liked Isle of Dogs. But oh, I don't dude. know if I'll get a rewatch out of me. I love Isle of Dogs. I just, I, but I'm a big Wes Anderson nerd, so yeah, yeah, yeah I love his cinematography uh, and his movies. But uh, yeah, the the stop motion, there's something there. Um, Will, I like to pull out this uh, "Would You Rather" thing that I found on Reddit uh, that I like to read to people, so we could talk about some real fun "Would You Rather"s. Um, so I have a pretty interesting one here. Okay. Um, supposing we had the technology to freeze and unfreeze people, would you rather be woken every 10 years for one year or every 100 years for 10 years? That's every 10 years. That's interesting because if you did every 10 years for one year, that means you'd get to live like hella long. And you'd get to experience like the best of stuff. The I don't best think of, I could take that. The best of like every <laughs> of everything in the future. And one year, that's like 12 months of like enjoying everything the new future world has to offer and everybody would really love you they'd be like that's the guy who's frozen yeah he's back he's back they'll like make a video to show him of all the things he missed for the past 10 yeah. years or whatever and he's gonna be like i don't care about <laughs> any of that because my brain is still from 2020 <laughs> and like uh what's his name from uh jimmy kimmel's like do you guys hear about this the guy you know the guy that wakes up every 10 years years for a year he uh the other day he said uh uh do you guys still look at memes and then the audience erupts into laughter <laughs> yeah and he goes uh maybe you should go back to sleep for another 10 years buddy this is like a, a futurama-esque movie right there that yeah that's yeah. a great idea. That's like a Truman show, but like on I think drugs. either one is a terrible, terrible. terrible I agree. Life. One year. Okay, so the other one is uh <laughs> woken every ten years for one year or every one hundred years for ten years. <laughs> I mean, that one is like ridiculous. Ridiculous. You don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know. Be like a hundred years is so long. Everything would be di everything would be so fucking different. Imagine just like a hundred years ago from now, from this point, is so different. We were in another pandemic. <laughs> we were the nineteen ninety one. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'd say that though, if you if you did every ten years, you have to slowly watch the people around you die. But if you do the hundred year one, you only got to watch it once. Yeah, but you could go. I'll see you in ten years, and like <laughs> that'd be like real. That'd be the real thing. And they'd be like, "That wasn't funny the first or second or third time." <laughs> okay, let me see. Let me find another good one here. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Would you rather have to fight one large muscular man or two men that are of about the same size and strength of you? Mm. 
one dude who's way bigger than me or two dudes the same as me? Yeah. <laughs> That's a great question. That's actually a great question. It's for such me. a great question because it's like, <laughs> if I had to pick that, I think I'd take my chances with the bigger guy. <laughs> because honestly, like, I I think if I had to fight myself, then maybe I'd have a chance. But yeah, two of but me, two. like, I'm going to get tired and the other one's going to be just getting started. I think it's two guys that are the same size as you, not two dudes who are you. I think I could take two dudes who are the same as me. You think two so? Two me, I couldn't take one me. I, like, I always tell you, like, if if us is real and we look out the window and, and I'm out there, y'all got to kill me first. <laughs> I'm the one. <laughs> but if it's me, I can't ever fight myself. I, uh, I think but, all you could, all you got to do is hit it in the nuts once. <laughs> one really true. good nut hit. At least one. I, I, but when you say this, I'm thinking my ego and my ego makes me think that I'm going to win regardless. And so there's I'm thinking two of you. I, and I'm thinking, would my ego feel cooler if I beat up a dude that was way bigger than me or two dudes that are the same as me? <laughs> and I think my ego would make me feel cooler if I beat up two dudes that were the same. I'd be like, I fight <laughs> It's like fighting Nega Scott or Nega Will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nega Will, though, that's scary. Yeah. I, that's, that's the toughest one. <laughs> that is scary. I wouldn't want to yeah. even hang out with Nega Will. Evil me. What if it turns out I am the evil one? Then I like the evil one better. <laughs> Would you rather be able to freeze time around you, reverse time around you, or fast forward time around you? So it's like the click remote, but you only get one of them. If I was like more insecure, if I was younger, if I was the younger version of myself, I would want the reverse one because I would want the ability to uh, undo any mistake I just made. Yeah. But... Here in the future, I'm so confident in myself. I just think I need more time. So if I could freeze time around me, if I could pause time, I could, I'd have enough time to get myself out of any situation. Yeah, pausing time is such a good one. I need time to think. Because you all could I've be done. like, you know, all any, like, I think we've all had that moment where you thought to yourself, I don't want this moment to end. Mm. You could have that moment on like pause for just a little mm -hmm. bit longer than it naturally is just to kind of You're like right. enjoy it even more, which is such a wonderful luxury, I feel like. But reversing time would give you the option to go back and just relive the moment. Which I think I've talked about this before. I think I literally talked about it on the modern Trisha. I think about it all the time. My most toxic trait, and I've talked to you about it, is wanting to go into the past and changing things. Yeah, like I always wish I could. I'm always like, oh, if I could just go back. A I month know. Ago, I would just. Do, and, you, and life isn't like that. And it, even if you did, it would change everything. Something it's would go wrong. The butterfly effect, and you'd be like, "Damn, yeah. it's because I did that." So uh, because of that, I've learned my lesson, even though it never happened to me. So I, I know reverse time isn't good for someone like me who has the, the the personality to go out in the world and change things. If I also had the way to change things, fuck it up, and go back in time and do it again, I'd lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, totally, totally. I think I think it comes with its own set of, of terrible issues. So pausing time is it would just strengthen me. And like you said, you can't hold on to a moment that you really love. Never thought of it like but that. But then it would go away like like naturally, but I mean, That's life. 
that's life. You would just get a little bit more time with it. And I guess that's the most natural of all of them, right? Mm-hmm. Pausing Fast time means... time I'll never use. No, that's a real dangerous one because haven't you seen the movie? <laughs> right. <laughs> Will, would you rather ejaculate alive and angry hornets when you come or have your elbow in constant pain like you just banged it into something hard forever? <laughs> Man, I would hate that elbow thing. I would hate the elbow thing hard. I, I would I would hate the elbow thing, but like <laughs> I can't have one hornet in my life. No, this no, dude, one hornet was terrorizing me <laughs> during this pandemic, like a few weeks ago. I'm pretty sure, and you'll hear Alana chime in any second, I'm sure, but I'm pretty sure it was a murder hornet. Well, we had not. I don't think it was a murder hornet. But Alana has this really nice plant that she's taken really good care of for quite a while. And it's a really good plant. And I love the plant. But we got all this nice furniture stuff. We like we got some new furniture for the uh, patio. And uh, so we thought it would be nice to put the plant out there, right? Because we wanted to have a little plant life out there. And we thought, hey, the plant might be happy with the sunlight directly on it. And for all we know, yeah, that's a nice thing. But suddenly, like, this hornet or these hornets started to like come around and I think they were smelling the plant, the flower and, yeah. and like, we're like, Oh yeah, this is a nice place to like set up shop. And they were uh-huh. the evil, the evil voices. Cause hornets are evil. And the, the hornet would like crawl up to like the screen door and like up to the top of it. And he'd go into like the inside of it and I'm like, you motherfucker, you think you're going to set up a little nest in there or some shit, you uh-huh, motherfucker? Uh-huh. And I was watching him, and he's just, like, buzzing around. And so finally, Alana gave me this, like, concoction, this, like, natural concoction to, like, spray at them, and it freak- it pisses them off or kills them or something. And so I was, like, fucking terrified. But I'm terrified because it was, like, that big, you know? Like, they're, they're fucking huge and scary. And they don't. the yeah. thing with hornets is is they'll sting the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, they a bee will sting you once. Yeah. Mm, yeah, no, they I, I might have been telling you. I don't remember if I told you this in real life or dynamic banter, but I've been watching all of these videos about bees. Like, I don't know why I've been educating myself about bees before I go to sleep, but it puts me right to sleep. Well, but bees yeah, are wonderful. Bees are I'm starting. My, I'm starting to have a new appreciation for bees. Bees are great. Bees are great. Bees are and great I, and beautiful, think- wonderful creatures. I have to do a video about this because I've been watching this guy who makes these beekeeping videos and he doesn't wear a suit. He doesn't wear a beekeeping suit. Yeah. He puts his hand right in and like, let me find you the queen. You yeah, because they know he's not a threat. Like they, there's like a symbiotic relationship. There's, they're, like yeah. bees are smart, like really smart it turns out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's crazy. super entertaining. Dude, a lot of I were watching... Uh, cosmos the new cosmos the the Mm -hmm. new season or whatever Mm -hmm. and he was talking there was this whole thing about bees and how they have this like dance that's like basically (laughs) like a code to all the other bees and and it's like directions to like where the flowers are with all the pollen like they literally like do a little like pattern dance and all the bees like watch it and then they go oh okay i know exactly where there it is is. and then they Uh take off and they go to it it's like what Yes. That's crazy. Yes. Bees are genius. Bees are geniuses. They're incredibly entertaining to watch. So for some reason, you would think. (laughs) Yeah. 
Would you rather be able to rewrite reality by changing the past, rewrite reality right now, or predict the future? Ooh, ooh, my I don't think anybody should have the first two power. <laughs> I don't think. I'm really responsible, though. Yeah, I'm but really, everybody really believes that, though. And it, and uh, if Lord of the Rings taught me anything, I think it's like power corrupts, you know? Yeah, that's true. Look, look at Frodo. Look at Frodo. Yeah, he, is, man. he doesn't even want power. He's a, he's a hobbit. But I think like predicting... Hobbit. But predicting the future is also a pretty dangerous power, too. I, I wouldn't want... Uh, if if you someone showed me right now, they could show me my future 20 or 30 years from now, I would not want to see it. <laughs> I know. You're robbing me. I know. You're, you're robbing me of the journey. But what if someone was like, we'll, we'll give you... What I have right here on this thing that looks like an iPhone is 30 seconds of something you've done 40 years from now. <laughs> and they're like just hit play like oh it's like a piece of art that i made or something or something or something bad like oh holy who shit. knows what it is yeah like, i it'd have to be like like star trek there was an episode where these guys came to jean-luc picard and they're like we're from the 26th century which is like 200 years in the future and they're like you're evol involved in this cosmic event that led us back to here and you need to retrieve this thing for us and he's like uh okay and uh i feel like that's like the only way like i would ever want to be involved in the future like like also my other rule is like after i'm dead do not bring me back i, I do not no summonings no 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 hologram yeah, well, i was just so, gonna say can we have you on the record saying that maybe we could have a hologram of will no, no hologram no, no, all right no hologram no 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 none of that when stuff. you're dead I, you're once, dead once i'm dead i'm dead yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. I, that's how I feel about yeah. being honest. All right. But I think I would want the, the, the change the past thing. I think I'm pretty responsible, and I would only use it for situations that needed, it needed to be I used. guess if you could keep doing it, I mean, I think it still brings us back to that point that, like, sure. you would have to end up changing as a person with that power eventually, and the person you right would become that. would probably be nefarious and not very good. It's because, like, which events do you choose to, to change? And because why? Some, and, and some horribly, horribly negative events do lead to, uh, the to, to great positive change. And the, and the change. And yeah, yeah. Who yeah. knows? So that, know. that's how we get to positive change is uh, because of some bad things happening. So it, it, it'd be rough. It'd be but also rough. having the power to change those things and be reminded of the pain that those people went through, you know, mm -hmm. that would, that would weigh on you too. Um, would you rather live as a lion, but die after one week or live as a cockroach, but die after a hundred years? <laughs> I definitely take my week as a lion. Yeah. I think I take male my week lion? as a lion too. Oh my god, I wouldn't want to live as a cockroach for 10 seconds. Although male what? lions have to like fight each other to like to do. win over their you mates. Get yeah. You will get off yeah. by another male lion. <laughs> yes, you but will. The female lions do all the hunting and you get to have your whole lion harem or whatever it is that they do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you're right, the other lions will try to kill you. So Would you rather not have the need to sleep or not have the need to breathe? Uh, I'd take breathe. Uh, 
I want sleep because, like, I think my creativity is only limited because I, I get tired. Yeah, but sleep is so nice. It feels so good once you do it. Yeah, me eating and sleeping, like, I'm such a robot that if I didn't have to eat or sleep, I wouldn't. I would choose to turn those off. I, uh, and what do you get if you do that? Uh, oh, not, not having the need to breathe. You could just, like, go to, you could be underwater for a long time. No, no, nothing really. There's no in and out underwater. There's like, you wouldn't, you nothing. wouldn't die if carbon monoxide poisoning happened. Uh, maybe that's quite a pleasant way to go, isn't it? It is. It's. They say it is the most pleasant way to go. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, will listen. I wanted to say Merry Christmas to you one last time before Thank we go off see. on this holiday, and to your family and to yours. Thank and you. I wanted to wish Merry Christmas to everyone in the audience, too, who's listening to this. I hope you have a very happy holiday. Thank and, you. And uh, listen, let's help our buddy Will out. I think this LeBron James thing could be a big deal for you, Will. Thanks. And if he somehow, if you got on his radar just a little bit, and he just like some one of his 100 people that like filter through to him, thinks mm -hmm. you're funny then like i think there's a big chance for you to be involved in this thanks steve yeah so if everybody can tweet at him use my hashtag uh, give will 100 mil and at lebron james uh and, and tweet him my video or let him know that you want me to be one of the black creators he features because I, I really want it to happen i want money i don't have any money if i did have money i could do crazy amazing things i could change other people's lives uh, as much as I can change my own, so uh, yeah, I hope I, I go. I hope I get to make it happen too. Will remember when you did a stream where you gave someone a laptop? Yeah, uh -huh. I was just yeah, thinking that... about that the other day. That was really nice of you. Yeah, yeah, we raised a thousand dollars and gave it to the Rise Center, the the youth center That's that right. I uh, worked with here in Richmond. Uh, that taught me how to edit and how to shoot videos and all that stuff. So it, it felt natural to only give that back. So. Yeah, we could do even more yeah. greater stuff. That's very nice, Will. I was thinking about that. You got a good heart, buddy. Um, hey, thanks, man. All right. Well, listen. Help this man out. We'll we'll use our as much as we can, you guys. If you want to use that hashtag, that'd be really great to help out, Will. And otherwise, Will, where can people see your stuff these days? Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, William Haynes TV. I put out videos whenever I want. I'm sure I have the LeBron video just came out today, and I'll have something coming out soon after because we're in a quarantine and there's it's only getting worse in california yes it is <laughs> it is only do. getting worse yeah uh, but... we're not going back to shooting movies anytime soon no, so we're I'll not. YouTube videos. <laughs> it's very weird and scary and sad but we'll yeah. uh we'll do the best we can to keep making dumb weird shit for you guys to mm -hmm. laugh at so please support local and independent and struggling artists Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh support black owned businesses and Black Lives Matter. Trans mm -hmm. Lives mm -hmm. Matter. Happy Pride. Black trans lives matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's fix some of this shit, you guys. Let's do some sign some petitions. If you haven't signed all the petitions, sign them. I know you <laughs> missed a couple of them, so sign those damn things. They're all over I Twitter. Right? Yeah. Alright. Will you want to say anything else? Uh, that, that was all. Thank you guys so much for all your support, and thanks for having me on today, Steve. All right, Will. Love you, buddy. We'll catch you next time love on the podcast. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Merry Christmas.